Hi, this is Isha, and I am presenting a podcast on what you can find in Timbuktu. This is the first episode where people share their travel journeys. Our first episode person will be Sonia. Join Sonia as she embarks on her journey to Timbuktu and reflects on how it changed her life. There's so much to find in Timbuktu. Beautiful hand-woven blankets and mosques as tall as mountains. You can find rare fruits and buy detailed pottery in the market. You can find an education or people to educate. You can find family or friends from long ago. You can find an adventure or the love of your life. I went to Timbuktu to drop off my brother for his school. Instead, I found who I am. I started my journey early in the morning before the sun had risen. I saw a small lizard scurry across a rock and felt the feeling of warm sun cover me like a blanket. My brother sat comfortably on a sack of rice, a leather bag sitting on his back. His eyes shone brightly and he was smiling bigger than ever before. As always, he was with a book. My brother's name is Ali. His name means knowledgeable, and it is a very accurate description of him. At only eight years old, he could easily read the Quran. Now he's 10, five years younger than me. Many grown men are not as smart as him. My name is Sonia. It means wisdom. I never feel wise. My father says I will be wiser when I'm older, but I do not know. The first thing you need to know about traveling across the Sahara is heat. Salty sweat dripped down my back and the summer sun burned my small face. My brother slouched and grumpily followed behind me. Sitting proudly, my father led us in the front. I had taken out my map and located Sijomasa. That is my home. It is in the north of Africa in the Maghreb territory. It is where my mother was then sitting, weaving a beautiful carpet, and is still doing so today. I also located Timbuktu. It sits south of my home in the west of Africa. No one I knew then sat there waiting to welcome us. Dada, I questioned, why are we doing this? Sonia, my brother, tutted before my father could respond. I got accepted into the University of Sankor. I had known. He had been talking about how he was accepted into the university for a long time. At the age of six, he had already read more books than I ever have. Even then, when we bumped on the camels, he was reading. I had tried, and it made the world go round and round. Gagging, I decided I would read later. My dad had smiled and put the book back in our carry pack. His name is Anaman, and he is a brave man. 
As he walked across the rolling dunes and the wind blew sand in his face, he still stood straight. He was one of the reasons I was able to complete this journey from Sigil Massa to Timbuktu. My mother decided not to come. She had not gone on the trading routes before and was unwilling to leave her job as a weaver. had been another two months since we began our journey, and I was thoroughly exhausted. Why did we come here, I had thought. Why would I spend time on this? Then I looked at my brother's face and realized that I would miss him. I was glad that I was able to spend some more quality time with him. Even though he said he would come back soon, I knew it might be years before I saw him again. Goodbye, I croaked. He laughed and said, but I'm a famous scholar, I will give you some money. I smiled. My father patted us both on the back and we watched Alim, my brother, stroll into the University of Sankor. The tears in our eyes were not tears of sadness. They were tears of pride. Right before he walked into the door, he turned back. He shouted so we could hear and said, thank you for everything you have taught me. You are the reason I'm here today. The best part was, he was talking to me. My dad had given me one bag of gold dust to trade. He said I needed to get food while he went to get other important things. I saw him bartering to get a beautiful carpet and I smiled, knowing that he knew I liked that one. I felt proud holding that bag of dust, which was really gold. Here in Timbuktu, there was a large market. People from all over the world came. A trader from China came to trade a beautiful porcelain bowl. And a Central African trader brought delicious koala nuts I had never seen before. I decided to save money, so I went to this stall in the corner. Many people were crowded around it, and when they noticed the money I had, they attempted to steal it. Terrified, I froze and then screamed. The kindly shopkeeper shooed all of the people, but I still stood petrified. Suddenly, I began to apologize for losing his customers, and he smiled and said they're trying to steal from him as well. Reassured, I began to barter with them. Could I have 15 bags of flour for this pinch of gold dust? I pressured him. 15? Just because I'm nice, you cannot fool me, he laughed. I smiled. Though Timbuktu was a different place, people still tried the same tactics. Fine, since there's another stand, I will trade with them. They always give a fair price. I will tell all the other travelers not to trade with you as well. I would much rather save the gold dust than trade with you. I said pitifully. He immediately changed his demeanor and began trying to get me to trade with him again. At last, I was offered 20 bags of flour for the same pinch of gold. I grinned widely and went to get my brother 
to tell him the news. I jumped, remembering he was no longer with us. He was in the University of Sankor. Then I realized who I am is not only a sister, but someone who cares. The wind swept my long black hair around my face, and my father and I sat on a beautiful, intricately woven carpet. A family my father had met had invited us for dinner and to stay the night. We were grateful for their hospitality and kindness and made sure to be as polite as possible. The way they welcomed us in with such kindness made me feel that no matter where you are, people are kind of the same. Knowing that my journey was about to end, I could not help but to be a little subdued. The couple that invited me in and my father smiled and offered us some tea. Their daughter came and took me to her room to play with some dolls. Together, we braided their hair and made them a pretty dress. It had been a long time since I played with dolls such as these. She quietly asked, toying with her two long black braids, Why are you sad? Surprised that she noticed, I smiled and said, Well, we are leaving soon, and I don't feel like leaving. She nodded, looking like a wise sage, and her hair bobbed up and down. She then tried to reassure me, saying, Well, you can always come back. As I prepared to let her know that it might not happen, I realized maybe I could come back. I mean, why couldn't I? A flood of exciting thoughts rushed through my head, and I felt a sudden wave of warmth sweep over me. She looked a little bowled over. I had beamed at her so wide, and I could see her inquisitive face wondering what I had just realized. To her, it was a simple fact, but to me, it was an ultimate realization. As I left her house that evening, I hugged my camel, my father, and myself. I was excited to start another journey, and I hoped I could find something new and exciting to do. Here I am, sitting at home. Since that travel, I have gone to Timbuktu many times, too many to count. I have traveled all over Africa and even some places in China and India. My brother is a grown man and a very wise scholar. My father has left this world, but I still hold him dear to my heart. Grinning, my brother came to visit me one day, a few months ago. He said, I have a surprise for you. Smiling, I caught the little parcel he threw at me. I began fingering the beautiful ribbon tying the cloth brown bag shut. Slyly, my brother smiled. I immediately pulled out a beautiful scroll. The paper was made from fine papyrus, and this kind of scroll was reserved only for scholars. I eagerly ran my fingers down the smooth, never-ending creamy paper and asked him what it was for. 
Sonia, he said, softly, you have so much wisdom. Why not share it with the world? Determined, I picked one of my finest pens. And before he even left, I brought the smooth, dark ink onto the creamy white paper and began. I started with, there's so much to find in Timbuktu.